when interviewing for other jobs, I learned that it was okay to say I was let go. Mm -hmm. Um, and to follow that up, if they ask why, I would say I wasn't great at doing X or Y. And this is, mm -hmm. you know, for everyone out there listening, just say like, I wasn't great at doing X or Y, but now I learned, I've learned that since by, if by doing Z, then this whole situation could have been avoidable because as long as you can show that you have internalized what happened and have learned from it, that's what your next employer is going to look for. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Adulting 101 with Caspi Bias. I'm your host, Caspi Bias. Today, we are talking all about how to survive getting fired. Quiet quitting. That term seems to be popping up a lot lately, especially on LinkedIn. There isn't one term to define it, but according to the New York Times, this is where, quote, you're not outright quitting your job, but you're quitting the idea of going above and beyond. However, there is very little talk about the term quiet firing. This is where employers, by definition via the Washington Post, avoid providing all but the bare legal minimum with the aim of getting unwanted employees to quit. Regardless of the type of firing that you may be going through, if you are currently going through this type of situation, if you have recently been fired, it will get better. And I hope that this episode can help you through this difficult time. So, what I have here for you all this week and next week is actually a two-parter. I was able to find a couple of brave folks to share their own stories of being fired. Today's episode is with the Director of Brand Activation at Warner Brothers Discovery, Leanne Rekampf. Leanne was also a previous interviewee of Season 1, Episode 8 of Adulting 101 with Caspi Bias, titled How to Enter the Workforce During COVID-19. At the time of our recording, which has been a little while back, but the information is still relevant. Leanne provided her story of the time that she was fired from a role and how she was able to push through the adversity. And for next week, I'll be talking to Danielle Reed, the founder, chief marketing officer, and consultant of a PR and social media agency called Reed Limited Entertainment. If you haven't already, check out the new Adulting 101 with Caspi Bias animated series. There, you can review a few captivating moments from each episode in animated form. Check out the description section for a link to the series. With that, let's get started. Leanne, thank you for being on Adulting 101 with Caspi Bias. Hi, Leanne. How are you? Hi, I'm doing well, thanks. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for being on the show again. Absolutely. Any anytime I can give somebody advice based on my own experience, I'm game to do that. Excellent. All right, Leanne. Could you tell our audience of the time that you got fired? Sure. This was actually my my first big girl job, uh, which is kind of frightening to think about. You know, coming into your first job and then getting fired isn't always the most fun thing mm -hmm. in life, but it definitely gave me a lot of lessons to learn from it. When you say your first big girl job, what do you mean by that? What did you do? 
this was my first um, full-time permanent position after college as a um, the receptionist at the salon. So why were you fired? I got fired for not following through on my boss's request for status updates. Um, I was young and naive, and I didn't think it was necessary to have to write down what I did every day. I didn't know the why that she needed that. So I just didn't do it. Turns out, like, had I followed through with her request, she could have helped me with some time management skills and perhaps changed other things about my particular work environment to make it easier to do my job. So I got fired for, uh, I mean, at, at this point, you know, we would call it insubordination because I just wasn't doing a task that she wanted me to do. As far as your position, did you sense that you were about to get fired from your role? Well, I did and I didn't. What I mean by that is I don't necessarily think it was it was called a PIP, but I had had a conversation with my manager about not following through on this specific request. For those who do not know what a performance improvement plan is, or PIP, it's like a final warning step before you may be let go from a company. A performance improvement plan, according to Zenefits.com, is, quote, a formal document to track performance issues that an employee may be having at work and what the employee needs to increase productivity or follow procedure. She did have, you know, a written, I guess, outline of what I wasn't doing and what I needed to do in order to get back on track. Um, but I was, I was young and I was naive and I thought that I was indispensable. You know, I'd helped her grow this salon. Now, was that, was that the only reason why you were fired? That you didn't send updates to your boss? And if so, did you change any actions of yours between that time up to the point in which you were fired? Um, there were a couple of personality differences between myself and uh, one or two other people that worked there. And I was told that my tone, like my tone of voice could be misconstrued for being like bossy or negative. Um, and, you know, when you're 23 years old or 24 years old and, and you hear that your tone of voice isn't conducive to a great work environment, you know, what are you supposed to do about that? I have since learned that I, while I can't change my tone, I can phrase anything in, in a way so that it doesn't come off as bossy. And I mean, it took me years to figure out how to do that. So I don't believe that I would have been able to figure it out at that time, but it's been, it's something that I've been conscious of since that conversation. Now, let's jump to the day that you got fired. What happened? Did you take the whole situation personally? I definitely took it personally. I mean, there I was having, you know, just gotten materials to our PR firm out the door for inclusion in a national publication. And, 
and uh, got called into uh, her office and she said that because I hadn't been able to change my tone and because I wasn't following through on the original request to simply send her a list of things that I had done in the day, that it was uh, grounds for firing. What thoughts were going through your mind when your boss pulled you into her office to say, you're fired? I was really shocked. Um, looking back on it, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. I wasn't because guess what? Like I wasn't sending the emails that I okay. was supposed to send. So it was clear insubordination. Um, but I, I felt like, you know, I mean, my boss was my, my mentor and my friend and it, you know, it comes down to business at that point. And I know that she had to make the best decision for the business. And I felt, I don't know, I felt betrayed. I felt like a complete failure. I felt like I was indispensable and turns out I wasn't. Yeah, that must have been very difficult too, especially when you just said that your boss was your mentor and friend. Yeah, yeah, it stung. I feel like I let myself down because I couldn't follow through on a simple task. And that was um, just really childish of me. So I was disappointed in me, but also I felt like I had let, you know, my family at the business down. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and it, it always, it's always hard to make that call to your parents, you know, saying, Hey, I just got let go. I don't know what to do next. Oh my gosh. Letting your parents know that's right. How did that conversation go when you broke the news to them about getting fired? God, yeah, like calling your parents and saying I got fired is one of the hardest conversations. They were shocked for me. They were supportive, you know, and I said, I'm not going to let this get me down. I'm going to get on unemployment, which I did almost immediately. And then I started my job search uh, for, for my next position almost immediately as well. Okay. I also want to jump forward to the next few days after you got fired. How did you emotionally handle yourself? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, It was a pretty dark and devastating period. I definitely cried and probably headed to the bar. Oh, I hear that. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm not really one to lay around and not do something about it. So I went home. If it wasn't that night, it was definitely the next day that I was updating my resume and searching for jobs. So Leanne, what additional tips or advice would you give to young professionals who have been fired or who feel like they're about to be fired? Sure. Um, Definitely learn from your mistakes. Definitely learn to ask questions to make sure that you and your supervisor are on the same page at all times, especially if you've been put on a performance improvement plan, check in to make sure that you guys are on the same page. And then if you do ultimately end up on the wrong side of needing to collect unemployment, use your network 
Zoom call people or take them for distance coffee so that you can get a better understanding of what it is they do so that you can get a better handle on what you want to do moving forward. Use it as an opportunity to figure out your next step. When interviewing for other jobs, I learned that it was okay to say I was let go mm-hmm. um, and to follow that up if they ask why, I would say I wasn't great at doing X or Y. And this is, mm-hmm. you know, for everyone out there listening, just say like, I wasn't great at doing X or Y, but now I learned, I've learned that since by, if by doing Z, then this whole situation could have been avoidable because as long as you can show that you have internalized what happened and have learned from it, that's what your next employer is going to look for. They also enjoy the honesty of being able to be open about that situation. Yeah. How, how nervous were you in the beginning going into those interviews and discussing with them that you were let go? There are people who do worry that they do tell the employer the truth, that they won't be considered for the role, but also risk that if they do lie on their interview and say that they didn't get fired and then are later found out that they were lying, they're in a whole lot of trouble. Yes, I was very nervous going into interviews. And so I wrote down sort of the, this is why I don't have a job elevator pitch. You know, I didn't want to, I wanted to make sure that I had it down, that I had it memorized, that it was written in my notebook that I was taking notes in at the next interview so that it didn't look like I was stumbling for my words and that I was able to own the fact that, you know, I caused this and I've learned from it. So when I was on unemployment, there is something you, you're supposed to log every single job that you apply for. I do very specifically remember that. And it took a couple weeks to get my first check. So I was definitely living off that credit card for a while. It's okay to grieve and it's okay to be mad at yourself and mad at the situation, but you can't get bogged down in thinking that you're never going to be good enough because the skills that you have are going to translate somewhere else. And that might not have been my forever job anyway. So keep looking towards the future and for future opportunities. Leanne, thank you so much for coming on to Adulting 101 with Caspi Bias. And as always, audience, thank you for listening. Again, tune in next week for part two of How to Survive Getting Fired with my guest, Danielle Reed. I'd like to hear from you all as we continue with season three. What do you want to chat about? Who do you want me to bring onto the show? Feel free to reach out at caspielbias.com at gmail.com. Adulting 101 with Caspi Bias is a production of C. Bias Productions, LLC. For more episodes of Adulting 101 with Caspi Bias, visit Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.